Backstage at the Neptune Theater with Johnny Swim, and they're going to be getting ready to go on to do a set tonight in Seattle, the second show on their tour, the U.S. tour. You guys were in Portlandia last night. How was Portlandia? Oh, it was great. It was. We always have fun there. We have a kind of an interesting TMI story about Portland, and yeah. that is that our child was conceived there. Oh, really? So whenever we go back, we're like, oh, this is where we got our baby. The Rose City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you guys were in Portland, and you guys just started this tour, and 2014 was a big year for you guys, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that, but I got to I gotta talk about how you guys met and how I discovered you guys. So I was at home watching Palladia, which I do every night. It's like my radio. Um, because they have some really great artists on, and they and they also they have a lot of VH1 artists on. When VH1 used to actually play videos, but right. um, but I saw this commercial for you guys, and they said, and then I heard the music, and I thought, well, these guys look really they're they're an attractive couple, and they're married, and I, I liked the little story about how you guys met, and then I heard the music, and it was just absolutely. Brilliant. Man, thank you. Yay, yeah. And so I I obviously wanted to discover more about you. So I did, you know, I I checked out on Spotify and all that. And then I saw you guys were on live from Daryl's house. So I saw you guys perform live. And then, of of course, the big VH1 concert that you did. And and you guys live can bring it. And that's the thing for me. I mean, there's artists that make great records. But you guys replicate it live and actually take the music to a much more higher level in a live setting. Yeah, I thank you for saying that very You're much. Welcome. We uh Amanda's dad's a songwriter and he would always say to us, he's like, Man, if it's not alive, it's not live. Yeah. And I think that really sums it up how we feel about it. Like we write the songs, we're lucky enough to make a living, not just playing music, but writing songs that we want to write, singing songs mm-hmm. we want to sing. We'll never be the artist that hated their first album because we got to make the album we wanted to make. Right. And so live is just that's an a, extension. That's amazing. Yeah, we're really excited to make, about to, that. To, to make the record you want to make on your first take, I mean, your first try is, is doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every day. And we, yeah. we made a lot of EPs that we um, kind of discovered mm-hmm. after making them you know, through other people that we weren't quite... It wasn't that we didn't even like it. It's just that they didn't feel like us. Right. And so I remember we would, you know, we did a bunch of residency around California one year and so we'd play you know every week we were going all these different shows and, and going back and people would come up and discover us and say oh I'd love to like you know, buy it. Could you have? Do you have a recording? Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, Well, we do, <laughs> but it just sounds really different. You know, it's yeah. a really different vibe. Yeah. And that's when we kind of said we sat down one day. I remember we 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 got offered a record deal that we had been really excited about, and we got the actual paperwork, and it was horrible. And we were like, We're never mm-hmm. gonna sign this. And we were kind of we were really let down in the moment. We were super let down. Um, and he was just kind of like, well, what do we do now? Like, we've been looking forward to doing this, to signing this deal and getting to do this record. And I said, let's just go to the store and buy a bunch of recording stuff and just make stuff that's, ourselves. That's let's just make it, it ourselves. And, yeah. and and that way, at least we we know what's in us. And if anybody else comes along and wants to be a part, then great. And mm-hmm. hopefully they can help make us better and, and we can grow that way. But at least we'll know what we sound like. So so we did a bunch of VPs and, and we really liked them. And while we were recording them, we were super proud of them. And it wasn't, it wasn't that they were horrible or anything, but they just didn't sound like us. And every time we would play a live show and somebody would say, oh, do you have CDs that I can buy? We'd say, yeah, but you know, they, it doesn't really it's not really the same vibe and we found ourselves yeah we found yeah. ourselves always kind of making excuses for them even though you know they weren't bad but yeah. um so you know we got 
we got some equipment. We decided to just start recording some stuff ourselves and to see what it sounded like. And luckily, through a chain of events and just from doing that, just kind of using what we had, um, we got far enough along that we were able to finally sign a deal with a with a That's great cool. label called Big Picnic that never heard anything before we turned the record in. They, you know, they had heard the songs you know we sang live and that sort of thing. But we recorded the whole album. We made it. Abner produced it himself, and we just sat in a room with our friends and played wow. music and um, and then handed it in. So you tracked it all at home, didn't you? We, well, studio? we tracked a bunch of it at our house, and then we tracked um, a bunch of it at... The album, yeah. The album we tracked yeah. um, at a guy named Gary Pachosa's house right. in Nashville. He's got a studio in his garage. But yeah, the, the EP, the first EP that we did that um, that was from the Artist You Ought to Know concert and all that stuff on VH1 was all done at our house. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, did you guys know how, did you have the technical chops to do that? Not at all. Did you teach no. yourself? No, no, no. And when she says that we recorded at our house, yeah. what she means is she rec we recorded in our apartment. Yeah. In our tiny apartment yeah. that happened to have two bedrooms, but one was a glorified closet. Right. So in that closet, we made our EP and recorded a lot of our album in there as well. Um, no, nah, man, we just, uh, we got the cheapest thing we could. We got a mic. A little uh, blue mic. the cheapest thing we could? It was also <laughs> happened to be the most expensive thing that we could buy. It's all the most expensive thing I was allowed to buy. Yeah, I guess it's all relative, right? No doubt. <laughs> if you only got a hundred, it costs a hundred. Like when we track expensive. at Gary's house or like a great studio, you know, the vocal chain, from yeah. preamps to microphones. Like it could be. I know on our album, our vocal chain was a hundred thousand dollar vocal chain. Damn. But when we recorded our AP at home, it was a two hundred dollar vocal chain. <laughs> and uh, so we went. and We just we figured, man, I. I there was actually a buddy of mine named Will Solomon, who's a singer-songwriter in Lexington, Kentucky. He uh, showed me a demo that he had made, and he on Logic. And I was like, "Man, you put drums on it and everything." He's like, "Yeah, you know, you just hit record and you figure it out." And so we took that to heart. You just hit record and figure it out. Yeah. No, I remember because I remember like back in the '90s when I had a home studio. I had an ADAT though, yeah. like I had, a, and I mixed it down to DAT, and Love I had that. a big Mackie mixer, and then I midied everything separately, and then mixed it down and submixed it. Then anyway, I love okay, that. we're geeking out. We just lost <laughs> half the audience, but anyway, I taught it all myself because it's like yeah. I got all the stuff. I spent the money. I guess I better figure out how to better use learn it. Better learn how to use and it. So now. I did, and I engineered my own sessions. Oh, that's awesome. But but I don't think I'd want to do it again because I really love working with other people. Right. You know. Yeah. So so, but it was like one of those things I. Been in bands like okay, I just want to see if I can make my own record yeah. by myself and bring in cats to play. Yeah. You know, if I need a guitar exactly. solo or There's something really freeing about it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's fun. And and at the time you could like I think it cost a lot to do CDs. Right. So, yeah. but I remember the first time I heard you know oh wow I'm on a, I have a CD yeah. it's pretty cool. But anyway. Um, I got to talk about how you guys met because yeah, because the, the the audience was teased a little bit on 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 VH1 because you guys have a neat story but but your wife was sharing with me earlier share the story about how you guys met so we saw each other across a crowded room at, at this church in Nashville we were both in college oh. so we were 18 and 19 and I saw him first and I thought he looks like he could be my brother, which yeah. at, in Nashville at the time was rare, <laughs> you know? And I was like, huh, I wonder I wonder who he is. Um, but I thought, you know, for sure, yeah. he walked out of the church like he was so cool with all his cool friends. And so I honestly just thought, well, he would never like me. He's probably into, like, super popular, like, cool girls. And I was, like, a <laughs> college student and was like, I've got to go study, so he won't <laughs> like me. Um, so I avoided him at all costs. And he saw me at the same place and tried to actually come talk talked to me but he made me so nervous that I literally just ran like I, I didn't literally run but it was like as close to running as possible <laughs> so four years went by before we actually met each other wow. yeah officially so we knew you know we knew each other's names and we knew a little bit about each other but I don't think either of us had any idea that the other one was into music at all um 
And then four years later, we met at a little coffee shop in Nashville by a, uh, another artist introduces Matt Carney, who oh, at yeah. the time was his roommate. Oh, really? And he was like, oh, Amanda, you know, yeah. you know Abner, right? And I was like, no, but I would like to meet him. <laughs> and uh, and we just kind of made friends over MySpace because that's what was popular at oh, the yeah. time. And, and we just had chemistry from the beginning. We just really, really liked each other. We had fun. I mean, he came out and sat with my friend and I that very night and just was like, oh, I've heard about you. Like, so tell me about yourself. And we just chatted and laughed and talked for like, yeah. And she's actually coming to the show tonight. The, so it's a the four year court. There. Is this a four year courtship? Well, it really? wasn't. I can't. I don't think you can call it courtship because we didn't talk. It was like we saw each other and then four years went by <laughs> wow. and then we talked. Um, and so a couple months of just kind of being friends, he invited me to a show. He was opening for a guy just playing a couple songs, you know, as you do in Nashville. Yeah. You just kind of were like, I'm going to play a couple yeah. songs. So I went to go, uh, go hear him. And as soon as he was done, he snuck out the back to a bar next door and I went and found him. And it was like, <laughs> please write some songs with me. And I think what he heard was, please, let's make out a little bit. Really? Is that is that definitely what I heard the opportunity what? for it for sure? Or no wait, is that what you heard? That's what you wanted to hear. Oh, you were what hoping. I wanted to hear. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Dreaming. <laughs> yeah. What what I heard was uh, what I wanted to hear was let's make babies. <laughs> and you have, in fact, you did make a beautiful baby, and he's right there. Hi, I, Joaquin. Well, hey, you can't see him, but he's really cute, folks. <laughs> he's he's adorable, and you guys. I have. I'm a very spiritual person. I believe there's a God. Okay, mm. and I believe God said you two should be together for the oh, rest of your man. lives. You know, because we, we believe the same. You thing. you look like you belong together. Like like oh, it's preordained. You, like yeah. you guys look like you belong together, and and you're obviously an attractive couple. But here's the thing, man. When you guys perform, and when you sing, that's where I really get yeah. that you guys. Are, are, yeah. are a real couple. Yeah. I, I'm real connected on a deep level through your art. Yeah. yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for picking up on that. That's yeah. Really, that's awesome. That's inspiring for us. I know. That. I'll go play a show. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's got to be, that. That's a, it's a family business, really. Literally. It is, man. Yeah. Literally. You guys um, both equally have, your chops are, are amazing. Um, and 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 you guys, when you now you each individually are, are really great singers, but when you guys combine it and you blend, you create this singular sound. Mm. You, both your voices together create this singular sound. Is that something that's intentional, or or is that just the magic uh, of your chemistry? I mean, I'm, it's something. I don't know if it's intentional or magic, but I do know that it's something I'm thankful for because yeah. it let her. It made her stick around longer. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> she came over for that first writing session. Uh huh. And Ma- make out, make, I mean writing session. Exactly. Well, it turned into a makeout session. Turned into getting married, right, making babies. Right. But no, it wouldn't have. Uh, I, honestly, man, this whole thing's just a con to get to spend more time together. Yeah. We. Uh, I'm really thankful we sounded good together that first you day, do, man. Yeah. So that we could spend more time together. Did you know you were going to sound that good, or did you just no. say, you know what? I just have a feeling this is going to sound. No really feeling good. either. I just I knew. Well, I had lots of feelings. None of them had anything to do with music. Yeah, it was about making out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, you know, again, Nashville, especially at the time, yeah. was very much like the movie Once. I don't know if you remember the movie Once. Yeah. You know, where they would just pass a guitar around and everybody's just playing and sitting around. Wow. And so, and it was really kind of fun because it, it wasn't like, nobody was doing it to be cool. Everybody was just doing it because we all happened to love music and we wanted to play songs. And I remember at some point, you know, he started playing something and, you know, we started singing together. And I remember thinking that was really fun. And I don't know that I thought like, oh my gosh, we sound great together. I think but I just thought fun. like... Yeah. He, that it just That's felt right, cool. you know. It was just like felt right, and I wanted to keep singing more with him. Like that, sing something else, and I'll sing it with you. That's that's <laughs> you know that's really interesting. Because a lot of artists or musicians will think, well, did it sound good? Yeah. But your whole thing 
was was it was fun. Yeah, it and felt right. It felt right, and yeah. then and then it and then it happened to sound good. It, this is gonna sound yeah. weird coming from somebody that makes a living off of things sounding a certain way. Right. But I do feel like the obsession to always sound quote unquote good yeah. is a trap a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like there's so many artists that you love and you cherish and you hear their songs and you like it feels like you're melting with them yes. in their music that if you just quantified it as does it sound good or not, you'd probably say no, it doesn't really sound yeah. good. But you love it and it becomes like part of you and there's yeah. songs that you you know, there's so many artists honestly that I would if you ask me does it sound good, I'd probably be like, nah, not really. But like but do I love it's it? The absolutely. Attitude and the feeling. Yeah. That's you know, how many Music, you know, that's the history of music right there. It's not necessarily sounding good. It's feeling right. Amen, sister. You know, um, I, I got to, th that's really interesting you say that because I think back on when I saw Whitney Houston in L.A. in the 90s. And and I wasn't, I mean, I, I like what she does. Mm -hmm. and obviously a great singer. Rest in peace. And mm -hmm. Really tragic uh, end to her life. But, you know, great singer. But I went to her show and it was my girlfriend at the time wanted to go see her. I said, okay, we'll go. Yeah. And she hit all the notes. Right. Band was tight. Slick. Mm -hmm. Did all her hits. Right. But I didn't feel anything. Right. Like, like I think, like she was up. Like it was almost like she was there, but she was there to do a job. Right. Exactly. Got to hit all the notes. Got to come in at the right times. You know, impress the mm -hmm. audience. Do some vocal acrobatics. Right. Um, and the audience will dig it, and they right. did. But as as a writer, uh, as a as a, as a musician and artist myself, and somebody who loves music, and, mm -hmm. and also as a journalist, I didn't feel anything. Right. Like I I I heard somebody hitting the notes, and I heard right. a great athlete. Right. Well, but I think it didn't have the feel. Mm -hmm. There's a blessing and a curse to being yeah. like really, really great at what you do. And yeah. that is that you can kind of do it on autopilot when you're not as like, you know, naturally gifted. I think, yeah. you know, you have to leave room for the emotive part of it a little bit more than if you're just like, oh, I can just go in and I'm just yeah. going to sing whatever and I'll hit the notes yeah. and everybody will be happy versus yeah. like, yeah. no, I want to win people. Or and so like, let the, me, yeah. let's create a moment. Create you know? in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like let's create art right now exactly. in the moment. Um, exactly. What, yeah. See, I think that's what the great artists do. I mean, they, yeah, you, you have to map out your show. Right. I mean, but I still think like like some of the great, you know, artists that I've seen throughout my my life of loving music um, were the ones that were able to 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 do their songs that everybody loved, but create in the moment mm, and, so and maybe that's do so something true. different yeah. or, or take it to that level. Kind of like that feeling when you're at church. Right. You know? Yeah. As my dad would say, yeah. if it's if it's not alive, it's not live. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You talk about being able to bring it live. I saw Earth, Wind, Fire in 1977 at the Seattle Coliseum when they were banned, when when they were at their creative peak. And I love their records. But man, when I saw them live, they took their, their music to a whole nother level. And that's when I really fell in love with the band. And that's what I look for in every artist. It's like, that's great. You know how to make great records. That's a whole different thing. But can you bring that sound live? Or can you capture on a record right. the the energy and the spirit of what right. you bring to your live audience that's great I think a great show demands yeah. the artist to be present you can't be a great show like a show where you're you feel what the crowd's feeling you mm -hmm. know what's happening in the song the interplay between the musicians might bring something else out might bring a different dynamic out literal, a literal dynamic in the song and you have to be aware of that and you have to be there and present you can't just be kind of clocking your minutes through the right. song right and of course like when you're seven and you realize you can make a living singing songs you mm -hmm. never think of it as a job it's a dream right because I think we're really lucky to say that it's still not a job to us it's a dream we get yeah. to live we get to be here in Seattle tonight for these wonderful people and we're glad you're here and man sing, <laughs> you know sing our hearts out and we yeah. really will We'll give them everything we got, and it's a—it's uh, still a dream come true. It's every day, kind of pinching yourself. I'm traveling with my wife, my beautiful baby. Got friends. The guy playing guitar with us tonight, I've known since I was two years old. Oh, Walter that's Hill. so cool, man! To be able to do that, it's uh its awesome. It makes you think, you know what? If you're not 
if you're not doing something you're deeply passionate about, mm -hmm. there's something else you're supposed to be doing that you're missing out on. Yeah. Amen. I think the fact you can do it together, you know, it's really amazing. I mean, is it I mean, is it easy to work together? I mean, sometimes, you know, husband wife teams, they, they it can either work or right. it could be, you know, it can or it can do the opposite. Yeah, it can be tough. It works yeah. for us, man. I, we have dear yeah. friends that I probably wouldn't want them to work together. Like yeah. Dear friends that are married. But we're both babies of the family. We both know how to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. We're both we both like a love adventure. I was going to say, it's it's hard to answer this question honestly and not sound cheesy, but we yeah. really do actually like being around each other. I can see it, And yeah. even like when he goes out for a couple hours, I'm like, so when are you coming back? Aww. Like our biggest fights are not And how like, long have you been married? I've uh, been married... That's amazing. Years, yeah. And you still feel that six way. six years together, yeah, 10 years. How about you? Do you, do you? Do you? Nah, yeah. man. I'll Say yeah. Like, Say yeah. <laughs> when she goes up for two hours. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, always, I remember saying this to her one Good time answer. and thinking it was really romantic and realizing quickly thereafter yeah. that it was not. I was like, Amanda, <laughs> you are, you're the one person I've never gotten sick of. That's so cool, man. I think. Well, good, because you're stuck with me. See, like, and just when I thought true love wasn't possible. Yeah. No, it's really cool. And it doesn't sound cheesy. It doesn't because if if, if, if anyone sees you guys perform live, and I'm really looking forward to tonight, but but it, even if I'm watching on TV perform live, no, that, that it's real, oh, you know? And there, and, and uh, We've had people ask us or ask special. friends of ours, like, so do they really like each other? That's their <laughs> shtick. And they're well, like, nope, they're actually that cheesy. You're like, <laughs> in it, real life. Yeah, no, it's funny it, it, it's like there's these there's sometimes you meet a couple yeah. that they just like you know these people they belong together yeah. and they're and it's just that this amazing type of chemistry that allows you to not only make great music but also have fun yeah. while you're doing it it's it's true what a, creating true. amazing memories oh, i got a few more things to ask you <laughs> okay you get a room you two um actually we are in your room we need to leave um so <laughs> we're in your room never mind um Okay, two things I got to talk to you about because you did the VH1 concert, which was great, but you got to be on live from Daryl's house. So I'm awesome. a huge Daryl Hall fan. Yeah, uh, I, I got every freaking Hall and Oates record. Yeah. I've been listening to Hall and Oates since 1975. I'm dating myself, but that's awesome. But the, maybe one of the greatest singers ever. And yeah, I, and, and not just I mean everything. He can do rock. He can do soul. He can do folk. He can do it all. He's just yeah. a great singer. Yeah. Um, you guys got to be on his sh on the show yeah. and perform. How was that, man? I mean, how did that happen, and how was it? Our, our beautiful friends over at VH1 were the ones that set it up. Nice. Um, so they they pitched they pitched us to him and to to all the people that make those decisions, and they said, "Yeah, we'd love to have they him." Heard and the then, music. yeah, and then yeah. we quickly bought diapers um, <laughs> to wear through the whole filming. No, but it was it was it's really it's really quite the unique experience because you pull up and you know they they mic you as soon as you pull in. You yeah, know, it's yeah. all like on the show. You pull in and they're miking you and you're driving up the driveway and you're like, okay, <laughs> I, I like I don't know what to expect. You know, right, right, and. Uh, the biggest takeaway is that everybody there, all the musicians, Daryl, everybody just loves music and they're having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and it, you can feel it, you know. You and even it, yeah. I think the thing that, you know, I don't want to say weirded us out, but, you know, we'd, we'd run through a song and it was just rehearsal. You know, like this is the first time we've all played this one song together. So you play it one time through and everybody's, you know, I feel like I'm still figuring out my parts and we're, you know, everybody's still figuring it out. And they look at each other like, that felt awesome. Let's just keep that and move on. And you're <laughs> like, wait, really? I don't. 
I, I think I messed up like half the words and you know but they're like no that felt good like why would we change it you know goes like back to the feeling exactly it goes right? back what to the saying? feeling yeah. imperfectly yeah, yeah. perfect um, but yeah everybody has a great time and then and then you get to eat awesome food so oh I know they always bring in like a chef and they oh will, it was ridiculous I'm, I'm always hungry when I watch that show yeah so like I, you should be yeah man I mean but Daryl Hall I mean how how is he I mean he's definitely he knows his stuff right he's done his homework yeah. and he he's an aficionado I mean he he is a re- like a music historian almost yeah man we had great the best conversations were when the cameras were off and he could say whatever he wanted yeah. and the mics weren't on us or yeah. whatever and it was there was a lot of history of music there was a lot of conversations and questions he's a straight shooter too isn't big he big time he's big from time Philly shooter. of course yeah you know? man really uh yeah. a lot of fun like it was just a lot of fun it yeah. felt like uh it felt like it was a uh, a brotherhood we didn't know we were a part of yeah like when we got there, just musicians that love music, that mm-hmm. love making something great, and we were immediately in the front lines together. Just let's make something wonderful. And everybody's yeah. fighting for each other, trying to make each other great. Yeah, it was that's freaking cool. And, uh, and hung out with us. His band comes to shows. Yeah. His family comes to shows. He wrote us a note apologizing that he couldn't be at one of the shows wow. we played in uh, Connecticut, and uh, at his yeah. new club, Daryl's house. And his daughter came backstage. Said hi. Uh-huh. I mean, it's really like it was a, it was a beautiful experience. It that wasn't. It wasn't just like a one-off thing. It really mattered to us. It's a cool show, too. It's so refreshing to see some cats that can play. Because there's a lot of... I mean, I'm going to say it because I cover music, man. There's a lot of crap out there. Yeah, man. You know, I want to see people that know how to play their instruments, that know how to sing, that don't need to use auto-tune. Right, right. You know? And then, like, you guys are pretty... Are pretty. I mean, you guys have a really full sound, but tonight you're stripping it down. Heck yeah. Um, and and the songs work, so you know that the songs are good because if you can strip it down with just a guitar or piano, and it sounds great, and the audience is into it, you yeah. know you got a great song. That's right? it, man. And that's yep. how we started. Like it wasn't yeah. until just a couple years ago we started playing with the band. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned this being the second show in the tour, but really it's like the 300th show in the tour. It's, I remember Bob Dylan being asked, "So what's what's the tour you're on now? How's the tour been?" He's like, "Man, I'm on a never-ending tour. Yeah. Like last year we were on the road 300 days. That's awesome." This year we stopped to have a baby. Uh, I did a lot of work for that. So much work. I had a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Birthing that baby was hard for me. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hard. I think I think you're remembering it brilliantly. Um, but it was. It's it's been awesome. Like I love that we get to. We've been doing this for ten years together, and for eight of them. It was just us two playing yeah, for friends in Nashville, playing for friends then in LA. Do you guys LA. do living room shows as well? Have you done those kind of things? We have, but oh, we yeah. don't anymore. Really. Okay. Unless it's our living room. Yeah, with the baby and yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Now you got the baby and yeah, man. That that's so that's awesome, man. Yeah. Road warrior. He went on his his first trip with us at seven weeks, and he's been on the you know forty some odd flights and. He's just racking up those frequent flyer points, and he's gonna be—he's gonna be a musician yeah. for sure. You know yeah. what? You can hear him kind of making noises, yeah. but he really does. If he hears music, he starts trying to yeah. mimic the sounds, uh, and he loves like he'll take turns. If he hears somebody drumming on the table, he'll go God over bless and like, him. try to drum. And so that's good. You keep it in the family. And I hope so. I know uh, your mom was yeah. a great singer. Rest in peace, yeah. uh, Donna Summer. Um, and your dad, yeah. um, who toured with your mom, right? Yeah, that, he did. He did. I, I remember those records, man. Yeah, I had that in vinyl. And he's still out touring. He's yeah. still. Uh, he's actually. And I think he just got back from Europe. He did a whole yeah. tour in, in Europe with Hollis Brown, and he's still on his grind. Oh, she was terrific, man. She Thank was you. terrific, and and your dad as well. And they sounded great together. Like yeah. you guys sound great together. Yeah. It's great to to continue that that legacy. It, it is fun. And uh, rock and roll hall of famer. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. So you're on your tour, 300 dates, and then you're doing a Christmas. Sh- 
tour and yeah. you're not coming to Seattle. Let's talk about your Christmas okay. tour, which I, I wish you were coming here for that. It sounds really cool. I know. So uh, the Christmas tour is really fun. Last year, uh, we decided to just do a little Christmas EP. We mm-hmm. did it in our guest room slash a, you know, glorified closet studio. Um, yeah, in our apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did it. We recorded it there, and uh, and we decided to just kind of go on a little run because December's kind of slow, and we were like, oh, let's just go on a little Christmas run, and it ended up being really fun, and uh, and we we just loved it so much that we decided to do it again. So awesome. so we're doing it again, and I it's about it. half you know half just good old fashioned Johnny Swim songs, yeah, and yeah. and then half Christmas songs. Um, so, cool. so it's just really fun, and it's festive, and uh, and it's it's a good way for us to kind of bring in the season too so I love I love the time of year for sure. Me too. Um, so what's next after you, you're touring? You're working on a new record. Anything Man, else? everything. Next year we just actually okay. had a crazy phone call today about how crazy next year is. So we're after after this trip we go home for three days. We go we play a show in Pennsylvania. We go to Nashville to rehearse for Christmas tour. We start Christmas tour in December. In January, Palladia begins airing our live album. The album won't be out until February, but you're gonna have a show on Palladia as well. Yeah, exactly. It's a oh. special, a whole special of the actual concert that we made an album. That oh, we made that's an terrific, album. man! And so you'll be able to see that in Palladia in January. In February, you'll be able to buy the album, the full wow. length of it. So it'll be a 30-minute show on Palladia. Probably like five or six songs, and the album's twelve songs. So you'll be able to get all twelve in February. In February and March, we just got the green light email last night that we're shooting a documentary, a thirty-minute special for a network, um, Pulse Films, who does a lot of great music documentaries mm-hmm. and music films. They're doing a few episodes with a network about musicians and backstories and oh. kind of their history and all the passion. And you guys have such a, you have a great story, man. Thank it's you. It's actually about his dad. It's actually about Cuba and, and wow. coming over from Cuba. So it's kind of like a fun story so that we don't often get to tell. So. Your dad is a, was from Cuba. Ex- my mom and dad, yeah. Ex- my mom and dad, and my two sisters, all born in Cuba, wow. raised there. They came over in 1980 on a, on a small fishing boat. With a hundred people. Are they still with My dad passed a few years oh, ago. Mom's still here. My, I lost my dad too. Sorry. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's always fresh, and I guess it should yeah. be. He earned it. He earned me missing him. I'm excited about it, man. I love people. I love the Cuban people. Yeah. I'm excited to get there. We'll be there, I don't know for how long, but we're going to be down there in February. Oh, wow. It'll be my first time. I'll get I to love bring Cuban food, man. Plantain. Best and, food in the world. Oh, yeah. Garlic chicken and garlic steak. Hey, you know the best Cuban place? Mm. Versailles. Versailles. In LA. LA. Yeah. Garlic chicken's bomb. I know. I used Bomb to go to the one on Robertson. Yeah. And yeah. Jimmy Smith was in there one night when I went. But no, they're for like seven bucks. I think you like steak, the garlic chicken, garlic steak, plantain, and the beans and the rice. And it's quite a deal, man. You buy yeah. one, yeah. you buy one chicken for seven dollars, and you can smell like it for yeah. the next three days. <laughs> you know what? That's true. I, you know, I start talking about food because I'm, I think I'm hungry. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, hey, I should let you guys go, man. You give me. A, a, <laughs> no, you're great. We gotta put very, the baby to gen- sleep. Yeah, put the baby to sleep. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. man. It's an honor. Um, I wish you great success. I'm looking forward to seeing yes, you know, what you so guys excited. do in 2016 we're looking forward Ooh, to the show tonight yeah have a great show fun. yes sir thank you right thank on you very man. much all right you are listening to SMI radio extra 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 extra